Hey, Liz. From school runs, office meetings, to cooking dinner, you know, boss mama life can be hard. It's a constant juggle between how much time we focus on our business, ourself, and everything else. Are we crazy to think we can have it all? Are we good moms? What if we aren't spending enough time with our children? And really, is there such thing as balance? Relax, mama. We've all been there, and the good news is, yes, you can have it all, and you don't have to feel alone in the process. Join us, Liz and Laura, as we keep it real about Boss Mama Life. We interview incredible women around the world doing what they love. We share tips, tools, and tricks, which help you level up your game. It won't be easy, ladies. You know it takes some grit and soul to feel magic, but with a little Boss Mama's mindset, you can reach your dreams. So grab your headphones and get cozy with us as we interview today's Lady Boss Mama. All right, we're switching it up today. Welcome to Boss Mama Mindset Podcast, and we are switching it up. We are going to do something a little fun. We're going to chat about one binge-worthy show that Laura and I are currently obsessed with. I think I watched it in maybe three days. (laughs) I know, me too. (laughs) But it's called um, Working Moms. It's on Netflix. So if you guys are looking for something to watch or if you have already watched it, you're going to love our little you know, quick chat about it. So I'm going to let Laura take the reins here to start. Awesome. So it's a little bit like Sex in the City style where there's four different characters, but it could really be one character in the sense that we all kind of experience, you know, either slight or more extreme kind of personalities or mindset adjustments as we're going through our having our child and then going back to work or, you know, in the series, there's also some stay-at-home moms in the in the group as well. So it's really funny. And there is a lot of extreme to it, but there's also a lot of reality in the different characters as well. So there's Anne, Kate, Frankie, and Jenny. And so I want to just first ask... Liz, what was your favorite character? Uh, Favorite character as far as, like, entertainment is definitely Jenny. Which one could you relate to the most? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I think just logistics-wise, because she has an older daughter, is Anne the therapist. And I, I think I related a little bit to each one of them because, you know, the writers take these characters and make them extreme. Yeah. And it's fun that way, right? It's, it's a part of having the show. But um, I think it's just cool because we can really relate to all of their feelings and all of their mindset. So Yeah, so let me take you through a quick summary. So Kate is this big PR advertising corporate lady, and she's competing for a position and kind of a promotion against another man who came into the company from the outside competition while she was on maternity leave. So it's a little bit of like neck and neck, also male versus female uh, situation going on. And, you know, she's ends up getting this position, but maybe I just spoiled it. But but the point is, is that, you know, she has to make some tough decisions around, you know, whether to show up for her child or be in the office. And it's it's so relatable, even if you don't have an office job because of the mom guilt that we experience, you know, even if you're just taking time for yourself, you know, should I be taking so much time to myself and not spending time with my kid? Like, it's just really relatable. Then there's Anne, the psychiatrist who finds out that she's pregnant after just having you know, finished breastfeeding and going back to work with her last one. So that's 
an interesting one. And then there's Frankie, who's real estate, and she's going through some depression, post-depression. And Jenny, who you liked and thought was really funny. Because yeah, because she's the most, you know, that's, I don't know. For me, that was the most entertaining one where she's like, she assumes this, like her, her husband stays home and then she takes on like the male counterpart of what, like the stereotypical male does when they go back to work and then they get to go out and they leave the husband or they they leave their partner home and and so again extreme measures but they make it like super funny so so she was fun to me so it's a lot of like identity shifts it's a lot of like mindset hurdles it's a lot of how you show up in your relationships after it because I know like Frankie is in a same-sex relationship, marriage, and you know every single character is going through something a little bit different. But the end, what I really like about it is that you know we all have these sort of mindset hurdles that we go through or identity shifts after we become moms and you know our coping mechanisms are different. So what did you learn? Like, what was the biggest thing you learned about the coping mechanisms and what they could benefit from? Oh, man. I think the, uh, not to put all the spotlight on Jenny again, but like, I just, when she went out with her girlfriends and she's like kind of letting loose and like acting like she's single, essentially, again, I just, I remember when not remember. I mean, I, I go out with my, my girlfriends and I remember thinking, oh my God, we should do this all the time. Like we should go out more. And why I say that it's because it's, I don't have a healthy relationship with going out often enough and, and letting loose and being myself. So I think that's what I took away. Like make sure that I'm scheduling time to go out and let loose and have a little fun and, and not, and not in the extreme measures, you know, but just, just having, having fun. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I think, you know, that that is a challenge. I mean, we're expecting number two. And I think that's my biggest fear is, oh, my God, I'm going to be stuck in the house again. I was just telling a girlfriend the other day that, like, that's my going to be my biggest priority is to not get sucked into that trap of just, like, getting into a routine. And, like, as soon as, as I can, I want to take her out and, like, also just have my own time, sure. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, what was the funniest moment for you? Well, I think I'm going to steal yours, which is the bear, which isn't funny. It was kind of scary, but I think I learned something and I'm hoping that's what you do if you come across a bear in a wood. She got like mama bear and went like really big and scared the bear off, made like a lot of noise. I don't know. Please don't take my word for it on that because I'm I'm taking a Netflix show um, what to do if I encounter a bear. I mean, we live in California, not too many bears here. Well, not where we are. Not where we are. And in the mountains, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was like very, so I guess it's not funny, but it was very symbolic because she was mama bear. She was protecting her baby away from that, that bear. So I like that part a lot. How about you? Oh, my gosh. I just think the funniest scene in the entire series was the masturbation scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that part. I mean, it, it, you guys just don't—you you won't understand until you watch it, but it was just hysterical. I mean, also just because of the, the choice of where, you know, she was overcome with doing it and then just, like, the aftermath of it. And it was also symbolic because, you know, she wasn't feeling it with her husband. 
but she was feeling some sort of sex drive. And that was interesting because I think, you know, a lot of us girls, when we get together, we talk about that openly. You know, sex is different after you have your child. Right. And when you are sort of, when you get that drive back. And everybody, it varies for everyone. But I think the point of it was, like, you know, also it it can be um, hard when you have it, but you're like, you're struggling with it with your partner. Right. Oh, and this is a whole other podcast. It's a whole podcast. other episode of a <laughs> podcast. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think that was really funny but also, like, sort of real. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it's huge. It's That's huge. so important because with my first, it took me a while. Like, it did. And it was hard for me to accept that. And I was like, I would deny it. Like, no, no, I'm good. Like, I'm still, like, but it did. And when I accepted that, that and again, that's a mindset thing. When I accepted the mindset that I was feeling differently, then I was able to use tools to like figure that out and figure out what I needed for myself. But when I was in denial, I couldn't do that. Absolutely. And so second time around, I was able to get back to my old self quicker because I knew what I needed, you know? So I uh, this is not a plug for the Netflix show because they are not paying us. But if they want to, they can reach out to us for sure. <laughs> um, but fun, binge-worthy mama show just to chill on and laugh and and know that you know what you're feeling is normal. Now, PSA on the postpartum depression woman, obviously that is a medical you know issue and medical imbalance, and you know you definitely would want to seek some medical attention if you are feeling those extreme measures. Obviously, a little bit of of sadness when you're a mama is normal. Shit, I get sad when I'm doing the pile of freaking dishes and laundry. I'm like, oh, the mundaneness of that sucks. But all kidding aside, like, please reach out to a medical professional if you're having those postpartum, you know, feelings. Just make sure you don't hire the same mama in your mom's group and part of your friend circle because that might be a little awkward. That's what Frankie does with Anne. And even though it works out, it's it's quite... I think that's where it's extreme. Like, we would not recommend doing that. Okay, one last question, Liz, before we head off. And I would like to know which character rubbed you the wrong way the most or, like, you could least resonate with. Well, and you, I think you asked me this when we were, like, talking about planning for this podcast. And so the corporate lady, she didn't rub me the wrong way. I think she's badass. I think she's rocking it and she's, you know, dominating the male industry that she's in. But I wouldn't leave my kid. I wouldn't think about leaving my child to go work somewhere, which she, this is a problem that she, you know, encounters and faces in the show that she's going to leave her child for three months. And that, like, I couldn't leave my son for like two nights when I first started leaving him. And that's definitely just, you know, it's different for everyone and no judgment because one of our friends, Crystal, she encourages that. She encourages like, get out and, you know, it's, your kids are going to be okay if you're, you know, developing. But so, that character, I think I just that part is what I related with the least, but she's still badass and fun. Cool. How about you? I struggle with that one because I think I had all elements, but probably the most would be Anne because she's so disconnected at first with her daughter. Like, she doesn't know how to manage that relationship. And I think that I would really want to massage that a little bit sooner and quicker. Mm-hmm. But but she's also going through another pregnancy, so hormones and everything. So who knows? But I think that 
it was hard for me to see that. Like, mm-hmm. it was really hard for me to watch her struggle with that. Like, sort of just, like, bonding with her yes. daughter, you know? I know. It is. It's it's definitely. I think at one point I got emotional watching that. I did. Because I, I you know, I have a seven-year-old. So I'm like, oh, my God, what if that happened to me? And, you know, she's at the, my daughter's at the point where she's, like, being a little sassy and talking back. And then those teenage years are around the corner when they're complete assholes. So, I'm definitely not looking forward to that. So I'm definitely hugging her a little bit tighter and telling her how much I love her more after watching. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the key takeaway for for me, and then, you know, Liz, share yours. But, like, as I look at what we do in the mastermind, is that, like, you know, it's normal to have these fears and limiting beliefs or sort of, like, sort of identity shifts right after you become a mom. But it's also incredible to see the the passion that comes out of it too and how it sparks things that you've been missing or what you really long for, what you really need. So I think taking inventory of where you're at, how it's making you feel and what you really, really want and then how to build a plan around that in order to make it happen, you know? And I, and I really admired Frankie at the end because, you know, her, what she really needed was to go away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hard But, you know, I think it's the respect of really listening to women have amazing intuition and really listening to what we're going through and tapping into that and and sort of finding out what we need. And it's different for everyone, like you said. But then how do you go and do that for yourself? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you had my sentiments exactly. And mindset is just a small hurdle. And um, I think You'll find that when you're listening to our podcast that we're giving you tools to really be able to get over those hurdles, those mindset hurdles, and achieve what you want to achieve. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. We hope that you, if you haven't watched the show, that you go start binge watching it right away (laughs) and leave us a comment in iTunes and a rating. Like, let us know which character you identified with the most and why. And, you know, what are your mindset hurdles that you're dealing with right now? And if there's any way we can help, you know, certainly DM or email us and we are here to support you. So, Thanks again, Lady Boss Mamas, and we look forward to tuning in with you again real soon.